Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Obi-Wan Kenobi, Episode 4, in full spoiler detail. So if you haven't seen it, I would get out of here. And I'm here with, you know, I, he, he's a little under the weather today. So, like, typically he's, like, he's floating around like Lola, but now, like, uh, his eyes are a little red. Uh, I, think, I don't know. Has he been tapped? We'll find out. Tommy, Tommy, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. And, yeah, I actually am tapped. I've actually, um, well, you see, I'm tapped because I've been tracking down our next guest. And, luckily, we found him. You're welcome. Just doing my job as Tola. Yeah, straight straight from the path. It's our favorite Jedi uh, returning. La last appearance was on Star Wars Visions. Um, was a great guest. Was our anime expert. Um, it is Luke McGee. Luke, how are you? Hello there. How's it going, guys? Thank you for thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is going to be a, a fun episode to talk mm -hmm. about. Yes, very excited to have you. Very excited to talk about this one. Um, Luke, I want to get your like overall feelings. What have you been thinking about the series as a whole thus far through four episodes? Um, I, I actually, I'm really enjoying it. I know some fans are a little divided on some of the actors' performances, but I think it's great, and I love it, and I'm excited for the next episode and the one after that. Got two more left. Now, Tommy, um, I feel like I got brief reactions here. I know, I know Luke liked the episode. I know you liked the episode. This one was fine, okay? I'm not, I'm not screaming from the rooftops. It was fine. It's getting us from episode three to episode five. It's serving its purpose. I don't know that if I was in love. I, I have some cool things to talk about a little bit here and there. I don't know if it blew me away. Tommy, how are you feeling? Yeah, by, by no means am I like, this was incredible. I think I'm more where you are. It was fine. It, it, I think why I'm high on it is because the, the last one, I was like, it's doing too much. And I think for me, it's like, yeah, we kept it pretty straightforward. Go rescue Leia easy done like it wasn't there wasn't a lot of like uh big shenanigans uh we didn't like get a big twist you know i guess the tracker was the big twist but overall i, I think it was very cut and narrow you know star wars knows what they do well go rescue a kid <laughs> they know how to do that every single time bad batch the mandalorian kenobi uh probably andor uh, we don't know who the kid is yet but we'll get there um but yeah um uh, Luke, before we start diving into the episode a little bit more, I don't know if you have any other initial thoughts on the, the series. Um, how, um does it, how does it compare to the other series so far? Like Mandalorian well, and Bugs I Bugs think, Bugs, I guess. I think the Mandalorian is definitely still the king at the moment. Uh, we, we, we don't know that the next two episodes could be like incredible and blow the Mandalorian out of the water, but it's definitely beating the Book of Boba. I think we all, we all can say that with a, a positive face, so um. What do you think? No, that's that's completely fair. Um, and again, it's like uh, I almost I don't know if I hold Star Wars to a different standard of Marvel. And maybe, Tommy, you can weigh in on this. Maybe you're the opposite. Um, but I, I expect a lot more from Star Wars. So I feel like naturally I'm probably I probably tend to be more let down than I am happy. Uh, what do you think about that? See, I feel like I come to the same conclusion as you from a different point of because i don't have the star wars heart i'm not giving it slack on certain things so i think i'm actually i'm hard on star wars in a lot of ways because i'm like you know the things that maybe a star wars fan would be like yeah but that's star wars that's 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 iconic star wars um so yeah i i think that i'm for the most part there's some good parts of the star wars tv shows it really is and then overall, I just think from, from me with most of the Star Wars shows, I'm asking myself, like, what's the point? Like, what are we doing here? Um, I think with the Marvel shows, uh, we're getting into at least it's like bringing someone into the world and we're going to see them more. I think what's hard with Star Wars, it's filling in gaps more than like where Marvel is like it's it's all going towards the future of the franchise. Okay, so I have one more question before we dive into the episode, and this can go to either of you. It kind of depends on where you guys are at. But what blew my mind today, and I did not know this, I log on to Disney+. Plus. I woke up at 3 a.m. to watch this episode because I was just excited, right? Wake up at 3 a.m., pull up Disney+. Plus. Miss Marvel's there. I didn't know. I have to check my calendar. I was pretty sure I put Miss Marvel in my phone calendar, but it didn't come up yet. Um, just real quickly, we won't get into it. We'll have a, we'll have another recap on Miss Marvel, but I'm curious for the ones that watched Miss Marvel, did you like this episode of Kenobi more, or did you like Miss Marvel more? 
Um, I didn't get to watch it, but I did notice, like, on my lunch break, I, I, I watched Kenobi, and I noticed front page, Miss Marvel, and I was like, what? It's like, what, why didn't they like make a, a bigger deal about this? I follow like all all the all the Marvel and Disney Plus pages on Instagram, and I I really didn't see that this was coming out today. It's kind of a big surprise. Yeah, it was. Uh, Michael told me, and that's how I found out. Cause like, but it's almost by choice. I've kind of become like you know when you know it's Christmas, you're just like counting down the days. I've kind of chosen to just become blind to everything, like. I forgot Dr. Strange was coming out when it did. And I was like, Oh, it's coming out this week. Great. And like, same with like Thor. I just found out that like tickets are coming out Monday and I'm like, great. Love it. And uh, yeah, Miss Marvel is the same way where I was like, and uh, yeah, I watched it pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed the episode and I think it, it was definitely better than this episode for me. It's hard though. Cause it's a whole new character. It's a whole, it, it, it's hard to compare the two, but uh, very good. I thought. Well, just to be clear, Moon Knight was a whole new character. Didn't love that, um, yeah. but I will say, like, I was, I was, pl- I liked Moon, I liked Miss Marvel way more. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Stark Warriors. Don't worry. Oh wow. <laughs> Moon Knight. You were hopeful. Moon Knight episode one. You go back. We thought maybe there might be possibilities there. That's true, and that's probably what's going to happen with Miss Marvel too. So, um, let's dive into it. Um, we open on Kenobi being taken to the back to tank after. After suffering injuries from the burns the Vader caused him, so um, he's in the back to tank. He's having like memories of like Vader, and uh, it kind of wakes him up. And he's like, first thing he just asks, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, when Finn wakes up in um, I think it's the Last Jedi, but his first question, "Where's Ray?" That was kind of what we got here. Uh, he's looking for a, that's the first thing on his mind. Where's Leia? So um, I didn't know if you guys had any comments on all that. Yeah, I like the the bringing that back. I like again they're just like showing this symmetry and mirrorness between Darth Vader and Obi Wan. Um, I'm hoping the payoff is they're really pushing it off as far as they can. You know, we got the little tease of them fighting. Uh, I'm hoping the payoff is worth the squeeze because they are like just showing that this like every opening is almost them both doing something together. Yeah, um, so what we get next here is um, this is Reva and Leia. Um, it's kind of it kind of bounces back between um, these two a lot in the episode. And actually, for the first, usually I like I want to just talk about all that stuff at once, but I actually have pretty good notes, so we'll bounce back and forth. But um, Reva tells uh, Leia that Kenobi is uh, Kenobi is dead, and uh, nobody is coming for her. So, um, Luke, what did you think of during like this interrogation scene? Um, what, what, what do you think of all this? How did Leia do? How did Reva do? What are your um, This this part was I, I actually feel like it was one of the weaker scenes. I, I didn't I didn't like feel like scared for Leia, and uh, I feel like uh, she was trying to play like the the good bot the good cop bad cop kind of thing, and Leia just wasn't falling for it. She did not crack, and she tried to do the uh, force. Uh, mind reading and Leia was able to block that as well so uh kudos to her yeah that is interesting um I feel like there's gonna be a lot of nods to like um well Leia has the force even though we don't talk about it for a very long time Leia (laughs) is very capable of doing these things so no I I do I like that um uh Tommy do you have any uh comments on um some of the Reva and Leia uh, what, interrogation? Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I think the good copness of it almost showed me that I think Reva is a bad, better hero. I feel like, it, like that actress, because it's like, I feel like sometimes the mean scenes, I'm like, oh, I'm not really feeling the evil there. Uh, but but that being said, uh, I did like this back and forth with Leia. I think the kid is, you know, I, as much as I talked about the writing, <laughs> I the kid's doing great acting wise when the lines are good. Like, it's like some of this stuff was really great here. Uh, the thing I'm curious about of all this, you know, from the series is like, they know that Obi-Wan's going to literally do anything for Leia. How are they not just constantly capturing her up to the point when she's an adult, you know, in New Hope? Like, I want to know, I hope they fill in those blanks of like, how does she just you know seem okay for the rest of the time? I think the big deal is possibly going to be like the fall of the Inquisitors. And I don't know that we're necessarily going to touch on that here. Um, but I feel like at some point they're like, 
Uh, we got most of the Jedi. Uh, Yoda and Kenobi are out there, but uh, we got most of them. I, I think they're <laughs> going to give up. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, this is, but again, I feel like a lot of this just harkens back to A New Hope and Princess Leia being captured. And um, again, a lot of the attitude. And I think this is like probably where a lot of the complaints come from with Leia's character is she's very similar to how she is in A New Hope. Like the sass that she gives, uh, she has like a lot of quick-witted comebacks and it's like, would a 10-year-old really behave like this? I'm, I'm not convinced. Luke, um, let me ask you, because your kid, your kid's a little older than mine. What is it, seven or eight? Yeah, she, she, she's eight years old. Um, I would say she actually does act, act appropriate for her, her 10-year-old. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if the actress is, is like a little bit younger, but um, she acts like a very smart 10-year-old. <laughs> it kind of surprises so you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's it, it's it's on point. It's on point for Leia. I think I think the casting is good, and and that is not the issue. Anyone that says that uh, she's a bad actor needs to grow up. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the frankness. Yeah, grow up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So next year we meet Roken. I think his name is Roken. Um, basically like Tala's buddy. And then actually, before we don't go into any of this, I hate Tala. I hate Tala. Oh. Tala makes more mistakes this episode. Tala is just annoying and dumb and stupid and makes all the wrong decisions. Tala sucks. I can't wait for Tala to be gone forever. Oh, wow. She was so, she, uh, that, that actress, I don't, I can't remember her name, but she was so good in Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. That I, the I, actress, I, was, I feel like it is probably it's more of a problem with the writing of the character. Like, yeah. I feel like she's always just making like decisions where I'm like, that wasn't smart. <laughs> Dicey. Yeah. Di- yeah. <laughs> Dicey decisions. Uh, can I, can I just say one thing about this episode? Um, yes. The, some of the, 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 the thing that I, I loved like most about this episode was uh, it, it, it does like a lot of uh, nostalgia points. Like when uh, Kenobi is like going into the ocean to go into the base and He's, he's he's wearing he's wearing the rebreathers from um, episode one, Phantom Menace, and when he's like trying to get Leia, uh, it, it reminded me of a New Hope of him like shutting off the generators to uh, help them get to get into the Death Star. Yeah, yeah and like the like... the Force distractions, um, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Even like the calm things, like every. It, I think this show is definitely like, hey, we get it. You guys want the nostalgia? Here you <laughs> yeah. go. Here's a bunch of stuff. We get it. Uh, I I don't think I'm as hard. I, I think she's just kind of there. I think the only thing that I'll give her that I kind of in. I, I you know we'll get to it later. The, the lie that she came up with, like the, the lie about the lie about the lie. I thought was actually pretty clever to get out of a situation that looked very doomed for her. Uh, but we can get into all that later. Yeah, I think my thing is, like, again, with Tala and Roken and, like, their two buddies, the ones that fly the ship, I don't know their names, um, Wade and something else. Yeah, I only um, know Wade. Poor yeah. Wade. Pour some out for poor I th- Wade. I think my problem is, it's like, a lot of the new characters don't feel as strong as the character. I mean, naturally, right? Uh, we're already connected to Kenobi. We already have a connection to Leia and Vader. But then you get into Revan. Revan's fine, you know? But then you get into Tala, and then Tala, Tala's buddy Roken. Like, none of these characters, they're very forgettable for me, right? Like, I feel like that's the kind of thing that Star Wars has always been good at. It's, like, making these minute characters feel so special. Um, like the dude in the cantina and A New Hope who gets his arm cut off, right? You can picture his face from what I just said alone. Roken and his buddies, we'll never remember them again. Like, I, I don't know. There's just, like, not the tinge of, like, special Star Wars that these characters have. They just feel like actors. Well, and I think it's like, it's the rushness of, you got to do a lot and there's not a lot of time. Cause like, I know a show right now that has way too, probably way too much time on their episodes, but they're introducing new characters and they're great and they're amazing. And I think that's like, we don't know anything personal about any of these people. We just know they're fighting for a cause. Like, I think that's what it is. It's very base level. There's no, there's no uh, three dimensions to a lot of these new characters. You know, Reva, I guess has some, uh, but not like not enough to like it's like too mysterious at this point like i get it you want it you want you want that that whatever is happening with her later but it makes it so hard for these episodes to really hold up yeah so um we get some stuff here with roken this guy this this gentleman um he doesn't want to help kenobi he's got issues with the inquisitors in the past or whatever but 
Um, Roken ultimately agrees to help Kenobi, and um, they end up like kind of briefing on what's going on. They're looking at the base and they're talking about Mustafar and like this inqui. What do, what do they call it? The uh, Inquisitorius. It's a it's a Sith temple, correct? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. I, I I'm trying to remember the actual name. Let's see if I can find it here. And is is that is that a moon, a moon of Mustafar? If I if I remember correctly, it's the, I, I it's the yeah it's the water moon of it, Mustafar, and it is called Fortress Inquisitorius, which I don't love the name. Um, Concept's so, cool. The name's a little weird. I agree with that. <laughs> very similar to um, um, something else, um, Inquisitorius. I don't know. I don't like it. Tommy, what do you think? You like the name? You got a better name? No, I didn't like the name. Maybe like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can workshop this. What's like a cooler name? It's like a place where you train inquisitors, right? So like Inquis Academy. <laughs> no, no. You're going. <laughs> We're back seven years, Tommy. There's a lot of Sith temples that, that that they could have like kind of built off of from like the like legends, like the like the old Republic stuff. They it, it could have like come up with something a little bit more uh, creative. I think. Yeah. <laughs> inquisitors, especially since. Uh, we find out at you know near the end that it's is a tomb yeah, exactly. for every every Jedi that they've killed, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but let's go into where um okay, yeah. So um Tala is gonna end up volunteering to go with Kenobi. Um, and they end up traveling to this moon and their ship. Um and so we'll come back to uh Reverend and Leia here a little bit. There's a couple things that go on. I think you know, there's some back and forth here. Um, I think the big thing is we see her capture Lola. Um, uh, Luke, do uh, you like the droid Lola? I do like Lola. Uh, Lola reminds me of uh, the droid from um, Cal Cassis video game. What was it called again? Sorry. Oh, BB-1. BB-1, yes. It reminds me a lot of BB-1, and I, I think uh, it's cool that, like, uh, Reva was talking about her her childhood, and she was like, "I had a little droid too." And I, I right right then, I was like, "Is she gonna destroy it?" Because I really hope she doesn't. That'd be really uh, <laughs> really out, out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, that was like a moment where I'm like, "What's ha-? you know?" Obviously, we know what what was happening there, but I'm like, "That's so weird to just keep it alive." I thought for sure. I was like, "I just Same. proclaimed my love for Lola last week," and the Star Wars producers knew it. And that and that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like they're gonna destroy Lola just because I care about this <laughs> yeah. robot. Which it kind of did. It's honestly worse. Now it's evil Lola. Yeah, yeah. We don't like evil Lola at all. So, <laughs> um, again, just not. I, I don't have all that to say. Just a lot of back and forth. Um, again, Reva tells um, Leia that uh, Kenobi's been killed. Um, and uh, just kind of like offering her things like, oh, you can go back to your family if you just tell me what's going on. Very manipulative, of course. Great tactics, yeah, because if you, she has no hope, then she has no reason to, to keep the secret anymore, you know? Right. Yeah, no, we like that. Good job, uh, Reva. Emotionally manipulating this 10-year-old. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll go here. Um, this is when they, they land in the hangar bay here. And they're like kind of walking towards this checkpoint, and um, Tala meets some resistance here. You know, she's in her like uh, her uh, imperial agent garb, and uh, dude's like uh, not having it. But she kind of like uh, she kind of talks him out of it pretty easily. Like I don't know, just threatening big things, and they were able to let her through. So, <laughs> oh, I've classified intel. Like, like I don't know. Tommy, what if somebody came to your work and they were like, just you've never seen them before and they're dressed just like everybody else and you're like, well, I'm your superior. Let me in. So I, I did think about this actually for a while and, and me and my girlfriend actually went, talked about it and we were like, so it is weird, but I will say this is the emperor or the empire. They're terrifying. Like if it was a higher officer and you make that mistake, you're dead. If you, if you do. So it's like, to me, what I would have done was let let her through then go do your research go check with some other people go check with someone higher than her to see if this is all you know checking out and then go do that that's what i would have done uh not just leave it at that and then be like all right i'm done here go back to work yeah. 
She got off really easy, and I, and I I feel like with with military rankings, like I get it, she's your superior. But I mean, like you're you're at this whole other base, and this random person that's your that's an officer that you've never seen before just walks in, and I need to go do this thing that is classified. Like it's just like, uh, <laughs> can we can we can I get can I get some like papers or something or? <laughs> uh, this is a reference that nobody will get besides Luke here on the podcast. But that that uh, TikTok he sent me earlier, the ham check TikTok where he walks up and te- te- uh, checks the mic, and uh, it's kind of like that. It's like, oh yeah, they just yeah, let him go absolutely. do that. Uh, They're like, oh he, yeah, if, sure, absolutely. If any of the listeners want to know what TikTok talk, I'm talking about, just ask. I'll, I'll hook you up. I will say we've seen stuff like this before. If you're just confident. You can get through anything. In real life, Absolutely. we've seen, you know, like you've heard the stories, like someone who just walks in with a delivery and just gets up into the building and all the way through into the offices because they just had a package with them. You just got to look important and walk the walk. That's what I've learned from TV and also that one case about the delivery person. It does work in real life a lot. I, I've seen a lot of uh, videos of people like um, uh, going into festivals and they'll like act like a staff member. They'll, they'll just wear a black shirt and they'll walk right in. No, there's no no identification. They walk right in and they get up to the front of the stage. No ticket. So I mean, I, I, I guess I guess the writing isn't bad there because it's that's accurate. No, that happened to me. Where you know this is I think ten years out. So at this point, I don't think they can get me. Uh, we worked at a summer camp. We went to Warp Tour, which I don't know why we took a bunch of kids to Warp Tour. That's another whole issue. But we were wearing our summer camp staff shirts. And, like, we were allowed to get, like, free concessions and stuff because they're like, oh, yeah, you're staff and stuff. And, like, no one – no one, we didn't even have the same color shirts. No one cared. It just said staff. That's all you need. There you That's have awesome. it. Maybe, I've, maybe I'm a bit proven wrong. Maybe this is more realistic than I would expect. Um, so we'll go here. Uh, Tal is contacting Kenobi. He is swimming in the ocean here. And, uh, again, we talk about the breathing apparatus. Very cool to see that back. Um, but, yeah, she's kind of guiding him to – um this door and uh obi-wan jumps in and kills a stormtrooper i don't know many uh, comments about that Good old, uh. I, I was i was re- i mean it, it, it was really cool to see like the, the, the throwback to naboo and all that stuff but i was really hoping when uh he, he knocked out that stormtrooper it was going to throw it back to new hope and he was going to like dress up as a stormtrooper i mean that would have made more sense because there was like there was like 15 like uh sensory droids that were they were looking for everything out of the ordinary, so I don't know. That, that would have been the time to do it, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Have we seen Obi-Wan, like, kill, like, straight-up kill people? Like, you know, obviously he, like, sends the things back and chooses, like, droids. Is this, Like, do we want to see him, like, have a moment of, like, this is the new path I'm going down, you know? I think I think it was episode one or two. Uh, he they, they were going through a gateway on, on some desert planet, and he force-grabbed them, and the dude just was just sliced in half by the gate. Do, you, do we remember that? Was that was that him, or was that one of those? Was that... Uh, yeah, Tala. I think he might have ricocheted a bullet into a droid or a stormtrooper and he fell off. So I don't know. Again, it's kind of like an indirect kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Not murder. <laughs> yeah. Lot, yeah, a lot of ricocheted bullets. So, um, yeah. So um, let's see. Where, where do we go from here? We talked about Lola. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, we get more seeker droids. Um, and uh, Talik co- contacts Kenobi with like her comlink, and uh, this draws the connection of or the attention rather of the stormtroopers. And uh, again, kind of harkening back to a new hope a little bit. Um, just uh, stormtroopers, hey, what was that? You know, like just like the general suspicion. Um, so I, I like this, yeah. But how it was like this is my thing, those stormtroopers hear his comlink. How was none of the people in the building with her, like the people sitting in the desk in front of her, hearing her talking about betraying? Like, she's literally straight up talking about, oh, yeah, I was caught up, but don't worry, I dealt with it. Like, and no one's going to turn around and be like, hey, like, what, what's happening? <laughs> what did you do? Like, that's the one thing where I was like, huh, we're just going to have to suspend our disbelief on this one. To be fair, I, I got the impression that I was the only other person in the room. We definitely see two people. There's a one that talks to her and, like, she beats up. 
And then there were like two just sitting there. Unless I got it wrong, but I swear there's like two other people just in the room. Those are just NPCs. Like they they have no stake in the game. <laughs> yeah. They're just background like characters. Yeah, yeah. The Empire can only afford one person in each room. They just put dolls. They put mannequins up in the other spots just to look like there's more people around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Um, oh. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh. So. This uh, this whole base, uh, I don't know if you guys have played uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Spoilers ahead, if if anyone that hasn't. Um, near the last mission, there's this uh, temple that's very similar to the one that they're in, and a lot of similar things happen. The water, er- everything. Is is that is that in the same system, or was that? Do you guys know anything about that? I'm going to have to do my research. I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. There yeah. is like an yeah, underwater was, was station. Later. Um, I, if I had to guess, um, it would I would probably say not because typically this is the type of thing I would see all over Facebook and Instagram where people are like, oh, this is this is the same thing, you know. I haven't caught anything like that, so my gut says no, but maybe maybe you're onto something. Yeah. So. Um, yes, so this here is where Reva is going to take Leia to get tortured. Um, spooky. This is mean, right? Meany. <laughs> no more good cop. Yeah. This um, part, this was, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. Um, well, actually, let's hop to where um, Kenobi finds the tomb. Y'all ready to talk about this? Yeah, this was Ooh, yeah. so sad and also cool, like weirdly cool. Like it's like I don't know. It was I think this is probably one of the parts where I was like, oh, like this is this got me a little intrigued here because I saw some faces and I I want to see if you've heard the rumor about another possible face that was in that room. Uh, so I'll run through the ones I know. I know Luke, you were kind of paying attention to this. I don't know if you have a list, but um, I'll go through what I'm pretty sure. Um, we get Sanu or Sanu um, the, from Clone Wars. This is one of like Ahsoka's mentors. Um, that's like the one that we focus on the longest. Um, there was another woman that people said was the um, the second master of Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. I don't think that's it, um, but I have heard that rumor. And then the other one is a little far fetched, but this was my personal take. It's probably the second shot we see after Obi-Wan enters the room. It's a shot down the corridor. We see two Jedis on both sides. And on the left side, there's a gentleman with long hair who looks a lot like our buddy Quinlan Voss, which I hope that's not true. But um, that's I, I had to pause that scene, and I was like, let's see if I can make anybody out. That was the one. I was like, kind of looks like Quinlan. If it was, I feel like they might have focused on it a little bit more. So that gives me some hope. But th- that, that's what I got. I don't know if anybody else saw anything else or heard anything else from this uh, tomb. Yeah, for, from from when I, when I was pausing, the only ones that is confirmed is the the Jedi Master uh, Tara Sanub, who uh, she helped Ahsoka recover her her, her lightsaber in Clone Wars, and uh, I think the the last uh, kid was one of the younglings, Anakin Slade. I'm 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 pretty sure because he he had the helmet that that tracks that tracks the droids or or whatever that that's used for. Kind of messed up that Anakin wanted a trophy of that. You know? Yeah, or maybe they're harvesting their their powers somehow. It's interesting because I do think there's probably more of those younglings than we would think because we get obviously there's the room where Anakin slaughters younglings, but there's also the room we get in Episode One in the very first scene. Those younglings seem to have escaped, so. Um, I feel like there are possibly, you know, it could be any youngling. I'm curious, but that is, it's probably worth checking, you know, uh, maybe, maybe. So I have one other one that I, I will say up front. I don't believe it because of what you said, Michael, if this actually was true, I think they would have focused on it. Uh, there is a wide shot where there is someone, I believe in, in one of the, the, the places that looks like Mace Windu. Again, if that is the case, I think they would have really shown us that. But that's there. That rumor is out there. Well, we don't like that. A lot of people want people want Mace Windu to come back. <laughs> yeah, people so. want pe- people really want to stand on Mace Windu. And I, I know that Samuel Jackson was like talking to George because he was like, "Just just say that I didn't die." And it's like you fell off like what is it a three? A, it's like three thousand stories in Coruscant. <laughs> but maybe like I don't know. Force sure, we've seen you know. Spoilers for it's already. I don't care. 
I mean, Palpatine <laughs> somehow survives everything. You know, obviously he had to go through a bunch of stuff and all that jazz, but you know, anything's possible. Maybe bring him back. Yeah. So actually, this is off topic, but I'm going with it. Um, what? I mean, I don't get like I get the love for Mace Windu. I want to see more Mace Windu. I don't see why the answer is bring him back to life. You know what I want? Give me a young Mace Windu movie starring the great Samuel L. Jackson, digitally de-aged like he is in Captain Marvel. Boom. Mic drop. Where's I, that? I, I like that, too. I like that, too, because um, he, he he was one of the, the most powerful uh, fighting-wise Jedis, and I feel like that would be really cool to see. And, and I don't know if you guys ever watched the original Clone Wars, but, like, that they had a whole episode of him just like fighting this whole army, uh, and it, that that made me like love Mace Windu even more. Yes, we love uh, we love that. So um, we will get back into the episode here. Um, again, we get um, Leia's getting fastened into her little torture device, um, and I think Kenobi kind of senses this, so he calls Tala, and he's like, "Tala, we need a distraction, quick." Um, and uh, Tala sends somebody to call the Inquisitor in, and uh, she's making all kinds of claims, right? Uh, Tommy, uh, I know you you seem to like the uh, the lies here that uh, Tala tells to the uh, to the Inquisitor. Um, anything stand out for you here? Yeah, I think for me it was more just the boldness of it. Like you're already caught, and the fact that you were so quickly able to be like, "Well, actually, I'm a double double agent." Like, I thought that was just really cool. I don't think I could have done that in that moment. I think I would have been like, you got me. Take me in. Like, I don't think I would have been able. So I just give her kudos of like, yeah, she messed up a bunch. But I do think uh, in this moment, that was good to buy her some time. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you had any comments on that, Luke. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was I was kind of expecting her to, because she, she's been doing a lot of the forced mind reading. I was just expecting her to, like, pull up her hand, be like, but I guess uh, that's okay that they, that that they were able to pull that off. So kudos to yeah. her. It seemed like the yeah Reva was kind of she already was calling him on. She didn't need to read mine. She was like, "Well, you needed clearance to leave that planet to begin with. So who gave him that access, right?" So I think she was already skeptical of everybody, anyways. But yeah, so um, yeah that 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 saves Leia there. Um, so Obi Wan comes in. And uh, he saves Leia. I don't know what it is, guys. Like, I, I want that moment whenever, whenever Obi Wan ignites that lightsaber. I don't know. I just I feel like it could be way more powerful than it is. And we do kind of get like a cool scene here. There, and the, he shuts off the lights. There in the dark, he's kind of like zip kills one of them, goes over zip kills the other. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, ugh, I need a bit more. I need more. It's, maybe they made, maybe it was the yeah. shot, um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Absolutely. I think the issue for me is they made such a big deal of like, Obi-Wan, you gave up. Like, you, you're not the same as you were. You buried your lightsabers. And they've done a little bit of like, he's rusty. But like, it just, the magnitude of like, he got his groove back a little bit in this episode. I didn't feel like that like moment where I'm like, yes, he has made the, like, he is back, baby. And I, I didn't feel that. And I agree with you. Like, it's like the lightsaber was just treated as like, yeah, this is his weapon. But like, why bear, like, why have the whole thing of him bringing it up and like coming back to it? Like, it just, it feels like there was too much buildup for just a, a little bit, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. So um, next here, Kenobi and Leia, they're, they're escaping. They do get spotted by a secret droid, which sends Reva and all the uh, big bad stormtroopers after them. Um we also get a scene here with Tala where Tala um, is able to overthrow the stormtroopers and kill them both. Um, so um, let's see what, what else happens here. Um, yeah. I, you know, uh, I think Kenobi kind of goes on a rampage here. He's killing secret droids and stormtroopers. Um, again, like, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, that's why he pulled his lightsaber out and he killed him. And again, I think that's the thing with star Wars. And like, I feel like they do do a good job of like, like Jedi's aren't all of Star Wars. It's not the the main story, right? We get our rogue ones, we get our solos. Like it's not all about the Jedi. So the way they are able to like use a Jedi to create a big moment that we've all been waiting for feels really great. And I've just, uh, I, I know I've, I'm kind of repeating myself already here, but I just don't feel like 
they're able to capture how powerful it is I, that a Jedi yeah. is here. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. And uh, a, a great example of that is uh, the, the last scene of uh, Rogue One when, when Vader just ignites his saber and everyone in the theater gets chills. Or when, uh, and spoilers for Mandalorian, uh, when Luke shows up and just demolishes an entire hallway. That I mean, that was so cool. But and we, we, we kind of see Kenobi, and he's just like, it's just you don't really get that feeling. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. I, I don't, maybe it's the way it's shot, or the, the way the way that they built it up. I don't, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're they're escaping here. Um, I guess next year is where we get, and I, this is my favorite part of the episode. Actually, I mean, I still even have a complaint about this, but I still really liked it. Um, they are fighting stormtroopers in this underground hallway, and one of the blasts go off and crack the window, and Obi-Wan has to stop what he's doing and use the force to stop the window from breaking. And the whole time, he's using the force, and he's like stopping blaster bolts with his lightsaber with the other hand. And then the others running away. I thought this. I thought all this was really cool. I don't know if you guys have any comments on that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I think like I definitely was like the whole time. Once I saw it was underwater, I'm like, we're, we're getting a moment where like it floods, right? Like <laughs> this, this, this glass is is breaking. Uh, and I think it was like you know it was weird. I definitely was like they were giving like sacrifice vibes. Uh, and I'm like, you don't need to do that. We know Obi Wan. Like, he's the one character. Like, him and Leia are the characters that we know make it through all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, but but I, I I still do think it, it probably was one of the maybe stronger scenes, just because the way that the, they, they they shot the combat. Like, they he had a stormtrooper behind him and and three in front of him, and he he, he puts the lightsaber behind his back, and it's just, it was really cool, and he was able to use the Force, to, so he he's kind of regaining his powers back, but uh, I was kind of hoping there was a little bit more sacrifice in there, yeah, I agree with you, Tommy. And my complaint here, though, is that, like, he was able to get away, right? Like, that window's destroyed, and the second he lets go, it's gonna just kill them all, but he really got through that door quickly and they were able to shut it at the perfect time. Like it's just, uh, I don't know. Star don't Wars, know. Star Wars moment. Uh, epic Star Wars moment. Big epic Star Wars, Wars energy moment. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so um, I guess next year is when we start to see some of the other inquisitors. Um, they're upset again. Like, Oh, the trusty third sister always uh, causing problems here. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, I guess, oh, we got to talk about this. They get away. They steal some Imperial garb again. And um, Leia is like hiding in his coat. Like this is like the traditional like trench coat movie theater strategy, right? Like this is crazy to me. What do you guys think of this? I wanted them to, I wanted, yeah, they should just have Leia on his shoulders. Full, just go full out on it. Like, oh, hello, just don't worry about me in this trench coat. Yeah, I mean, it was goofy. I'm glad it was, like, caught very quickly. Like, it didn't last very long, I felt like, which, you know, I don't think it would have worked anyways. Yeah, it reminded me of, uh, like, you trying to sneak, like, like an extra kid. Like, you, you don't want to pay for all the tickets to a movie theater, so you, you, you like, buy this big coat and trying to sneak a kid into the movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what's happening here, and they do get caught. Um, so um, they're all surrounded here, and uh, but here's our good buddy Wade and um, Sally. They show up right, um, and they're and they're air speeders. So. Yeah, that was fun. I, I like them showing up. It was a like, guy ah, just in the nick of time. Classic Star Wars, uh, and they all got away. All yep. of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah they, the, those speeders are the same ones from um, Hoth, right? Yeah, yeah, those okay. are, um, I believe they're called T-47s. Yeah, so. very cool, very cool that we get to see those. Yeah, and and they're not, they're also, like, the cool thing is, like, and I think this was, this was kind of talked about in uh, The Last Jedi a little bit, but a lot of, like, the ships that the Rebels had, they weren't necessarily, like, Rebel ships, because they weren't, like, an official organization. They would, like, buy these ships off the black market, right? So they would, like, take an X-Wing 
And like, that would be like their traditional ship, but it just happens to be the one they're able to buy the most of at the time. Um, so the fact that like these guys, they aren't like traditional rebels and like, they don't even have like the rebel signia on their ships. Um, the fact that they have these ships, I think that makes a lot of sense for what we know about how they came across these weapons canonically. They picked them up on the black market. That's what it is. So, yep. um, yeah, yes. I, 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 I feel like this is like, this is probably like the birth of the rebellion. You know what I mean? Cause like Leia's like very involved with these, they're, they're, well, she's getting very involved with these guys. So maybe this is like, this is kind of like her origin story in a way. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, this is the uh, this is kind of the kind of the time, probably right. And again, I'm not I'm not very great with the timeline, but probably right around the time Rebels starts is when this is happening, um, and that is kind of like the birth of the rebellion. So, um, interesting to see these uh, connective tissues here. Um, but yeah, so they they get away. Of course, uh, Reva uh, throws uh, an explosive box at one of them and kills Wade. They're Someone like, had to die. <laughs> we linger on uh, his buddy Sally for like three minutes. Just... <laughs> like, I don't care. I'll who, wait, who, who, okay? who is this person, right? I agree that I didn't care, but I did like the impact at the end where they're all just sitting silent of like, we sacrifice one life for another. Like, it's like, did we really win here? You know, I do like that they play with that, but I agree with you. I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean, I, I probably would sacrifice Wade for Leia, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not yeah. sorry. Sorry, Wade. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, next scene here, this is probably, like, actually probably my favorite point in the show. This is where we get Darth Vader again. Darth Vader showed up. Pissed off. Pissed off Darth Vader. Wasn't this very, like, Thanos, I'll do it myself. Like, yeah. that's the attitude I had of Vader in this scene. Yeah, he comes in, he, like, picks Vader up with this th- four-stroke, flings her in the air, and just, like, drags her across the room. Like, he is, uh, he's pissed. And, uh, yeah, he's talking to, and actually, uh, again, like, I thought Reva pulled a Tala here, where Reva was like, oh, uh, I, I, I'm actually tracking them. I was like, oh, shut up, Reva, you're lying to save yourself here. But no. That's yeah, actually I, I can't believe it worked, because I, I, I thought, uh. In, in, in the beginning of this series, that Vader was going to kill at least one of the... I mean, he still could, but I, I, I thought he was going to kill Reva right there. I was, I was just, he's like, I'm, I'm done with giving you all these second chances. You're getting choked to death. I think, uh, is it second brother? The one with the hat? I think he's he's toast, but yeah, at some point. I think he's <laughs> too <laughs> negative Nancy on... on everyone's in Team Reva except for him, so I feel like he's going to be the one killed, which, you know, to say... We've already talked about with like the Grand Inquisitor... It seems like the live action is separate from the cartoons at this point. That's how I'm taking them because, like, obviously we know there's more uh, with with those characters. So we need to talk about this. I even got a message from Eric Smith, um, loyal Stark warrior, who's who's trying to figure out where the heck is the Grand Inquisitor? Because you would think, like, like yes, okay, you give us the Grand Inquisitor death. Maybe he's in the back to take the next episode. Maybe like we see him crawl out. You know, like I feel like we should have gotten something at this. Like the fact that we've gotten nothing on the Quiz- uh, Grand Inquisitor. Are they doing that to us? I don't think they can't be doing that. Especially like they're putting a lot of time into um, uh, Tales of the Jedi and the Bad Batch. Like they're still invested in these animated shows. So. Uh, and also the fact that Rebels directly ties to Ahsoka. It's like I was going to say they've already connected with Ma- Mandalorian. There's so much connections in that in that one. So yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I, I hope we get answers here because it's it's hard to enjoy this knowing that like stuff. So I, I heard a really interesting theory about that. Um, it's it's like a, a writer's loophole because they they want to use him for other things. So it's like perfect to get rid of him temporarily, like healing. And get him out of the story so he doesn't actually get killed. So it's it just kind of maybe like a, a cheap, not not a plot hole, but like a, a loophole. So that Reva can have her moment in the, the Reva can the have her moment exactly. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And then it's like the Grand Inquisitor. Vader <laughs> comes back and is like with a card and some flowers and says, "Hey, Grand Inquisitor, sorry, you know, I tried something else, but now I want to come back to you. Um, will you take me back? Maybe that's what happens." Mm-hmm. It is interesting because, like, the Grand Inquisitor is mentioned many times in this episode. Like, when Tala is entering and she is trying to um, get past the Imperial agent there, and she says, well, you don't want me to tell the Grand Inquisitor 
And he's like, oh, no, I don't tell the like nobody realizes the Grand Inquisitor is gone. Right. Like the death is not known. So I feel like that is a sign that he's got to come back at some point. Yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so there's that. Um, let's see what else here. I guess I guess the next thing here is we go to the ship and this is where we find out Lola has been the tracker. Your eyes turn red. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Worst part of the whole episode. Yeah, you just see the beam and you're like, oh. Uh, yeah, I, I actually thought the tracker was on the ship. I was like, uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even catch that. And, and then and then it lit up. I was like, oh, of course. Yeah, I, was, I definitely felt it right away. I was like, the minute that she mentioned, I'm like, it's Lola. They're going to do this. I knew right away. Because I'm like, because I, I, I was thinking about that scene. I'm like, why would she have that moment with Lola otherwise? And then so, yeah. yeah. Now they got me on this one. I did not see this coming. Again, I was like, Luke, did I did I like blink during this? Like, when, when did they she put a tracker on them? And then that, again, that's when I was like, she's lying. But uh, apparently not. So yeah, she was she was holding. She was like kind of like petting the droid at one point. I guess that's when she did it. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how. I don't, they don't ever like really show trackers. But I'm sure it's pretty small because this is like or the super just, future. Like, forced- Maybe she forced like hacked into the system, and it's like she didn't put a hacker on it, but she just like changed her. her I wouldn't be surprised. We 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 have seen it all. We've seen Luke force project across the galaxy. So you know anything can happen. Star, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just explain away by saying the force. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on the episode? Like final? uh, Are you guys happy with where we're going? It was a good build-up episode, I'll say that. I'm glad we didn't, like, have a three-arc, oh, we gotta save Leia. I'm glad we got it done with in this episode. Like, that makes me intrigued that there's now three, you know, what, or two more episodes uh, of new stuff. I don't know where they're gonna go. Like, obviously, probably Vader and them are gonna come and they have to protect the Rebel base. That's probably what's gonna happen. But uh, I'm excited to see that because it's it's not saving a kid. I mean, I guess you're still kind of saving a kid. Yeah. Yeah, they're more so on the run now. So we'll see how that turns out. Probably not well. But um, all right, guys. I mean, uh, that I think that's it for the episode here. Um, well, does anyone have any recommendations? What, what do you open up to? Y'all want to talk about, like, uh, Tommy, you've been watching anything? Uh, I, I binged all of Stranger Things. I do enjoy it. It is a very good show. If you have not watched it, I think the latest season is probably my favorite. So uh, uh, big fan of that. Uh, I finished my big Marvel book that I was talking about. I finally finished it. It was fantastic. Uh, and uh, otherwise, you know, not really much else. Tommy, Logan Bits approached me about doing a Stranger Things podcast. Just to recap that season four. Are you interested? I do like the Stranger Things. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. So. Also watch Calamity still. Episode two just came out and it's still very, really good. Also watch the boys because the new season just dropped and it's really good. Also, What's I listen to Calamity and it's not my t- cup of tea. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Ranking of Kings. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but what is this? Okay, so it's it's an anime, but it's it's not like the 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 big eye anime. It's it's uh, it's actually one of the studios that did Visions. It's the one with uh you know you know the one with the the robots. It's it's it's, it's the that Jedi studio. Robot? Yeah. So uh, basically, it's about this boy who's deaf and very weak, and he's rising to become stronger. And it's it's great. It's really short. I think uh, anyone that, that likes a, a really good story will enjoy it. You can find it on Crunchyroll. There you have it. Yep. Luke's always here to provide the the anime lovers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Alex Bizarre's listening out there. He's he's looking for some <laughs> anime, right? Yeah, maybe he watched it. It's 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 trending right now. There you go. Um, yeah, Tommy, it didn't. I just I don't know if like the audio medium of storytelling is for me. Well, that's why I was telling you to watch the YouTube, but you didn't like. That's true. That's true. But I, I just never would. I don't know. No, that's fair. I think you're more of a player. You know, I've gotten you to play the D and D, so I'll take that. I'll take yeah. it at that. I definitely think I enjoy playing more. So. Um, Luke. Oh, well, he, he Luke, just it's been out. great to have you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Michael will be back in a little bit. He, he, uh, 
there was a loop. You know, he was actually forced ghost. I pressed the button, Tommy. Let's be real. I pressed the infamous button that kicks me out. Okay, I'm not even gonna edit this out. Um, what I was gonna say is, Luke, thank you so much for joining us. Um, can you you want to leave the audience with anything as far as like where people can find you on social media or otherwise? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can find me at the Luke McGee on Instagram.com. Um, and also I'm, uh, releasing a Lord of the Rings podcast, uh, in late July. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's called Token Up. Token Up. I love that name. That's great. Uh, yes. Very excited for that one, Luke. Very excited to, uh, see some Lord of the Rings content out there. Um, Tommy, what about you? Anything going on in your world? Uh, hey, you know, uh, I believe that the podcast on uh, one indescribable podcast, the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend recap that my friends do, uh, Adam and Todd and Lindy, we've had Adam and Todd on before, uh, that will be dropping this week, uh, so go check that out, uh, or maybe next week, it, it's coming out, uh, and uh, other than that, just just chilling here, right here, I'm loyal to you, Stark Warriors, other than that podcast I just did and mentioned. Tommy, Crazy Ice Girlfriend, what, is this popular? Uh, it's, it was. It's, it's like done, but they were really big fans, and they were always talking about it, and they're like, let's just do a podcast about it. So, And you never uh, watched it before coming to the podcast, I'm guessing. I have watched it before, yeah. I've never I, even I heard like, of this. So I'm always very like, good show. Rachel Bloom uh, is the creator, and and, and uh, it's all – it's like musical. It's like – it's interesting. I you don't want to give too much away, but it's like – her, uh, I you definitely will want never to pull your it. hair out. So, yeah, you, it's a show that you definitely want to pull your hair out sometimes by some of the decisions by the cast. Okay, fair enough. Okay, well, again, Luke, thank you so much for doing this. Tommy, as well. I know you're sick. You, you so came much. on. You are a trooper, anyways. I'm gonna start to close this out here. Um, but I'd like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. I just let's focus on Spotify for a second. All right, let's get in your head here, okay? Yeah, you're, you're probably like doing laundry, you're doing chores, you're working, you're driving your car. If you're doing any of those things besides driving your car, take a second to be like, have I given a review on Spotify or iTunes? Um, you can do it both. It takes a short amount of time. So just do it. It helps podcasts, helps us grow, um, gets more people involved, which helps us, which makes better content. So it is like the food cycle of the podcasting system, which means please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. It means a lot. Also subscribe. I don't know how that affects the algorithm, but I'm sure it's a good thing. So hit the button. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, And you can also check our show notes for our merch. And if you're interested in joining our Discord community, where we have a lot of different kind of fun little discussions going on, you can message us on social media and we will hook you up. Other than that, I think that's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.